Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Well, we are recording this on a Thursday afternoon where there has been a break in the rain today. Uh, it's been miserable. It's been foggy, but it has been a break. But uh, that has not stopped a bunch of cancellations uh, that have happened this week that we will talk about in sports. Going to be basketball only this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, very few uh, soccer matches did happen uh, this week. I think Wilson and them are supposed to play tomorrow as we record on this Thursday afternoon. They're supposed to play tomorrow, but uh, mm, not looking very good because the uh, Center Hill soccer field is probably going to be underwater or does not drain extremely well. I think the soccer fields for most DeSoto County schools are going to be uh, kind of afterthoughts, so they're not going to be the best drainage. Or not, not for gonna, long at Hernando. Not for long. Yeah, not Hernando. For long, no, three absolutely. years from now, that will not be the case, no. but yeah, right now that is the case. Yeah, there we crossed. I had to cross the Mississippi River over to Arkansas to deliver a van to a West Memphis Christian School a customer of mine over there, and when I say you couldn't see a single thing on the river, mm. and it's at, it's at a record low, yeah, and you couldn't see a single thing on it, that's that's when the tugboat captains are earning their money right there because it was I mean seriously you could not see oh, anything soupy, soupy, and, soupy, and, soupy. and there's um there's only a certain amount of space now with the river being so low that it's whoo man it, it it's it was something else you Wait, could not see the river when you're jogging outside this morning I was jogging driving outside this morning it yeah you could see maybe maybe sure. 100 yards yeah. in front of you um, when I was jogging I couldn't see very well yeah when I was jogging about 4 30 uh in my dreams uh I couldn't <laughs> your see your eyelids were black exactly um no so it's it's been a been kind of a just a I mean there's no way to put it it's been a soggy sure. uh week uh, I'm sure a lot of people are lacking in their vitamin d I might want to uh, find some of that maybe some vitamins and uh because it, it can be depressing if you're sitting in the house for the week or sitting in your office and staring out and it's nothing but rain. Well, Derek, but, the, I did see some producers, uh, the next Twilight movie it may be uh, filmed <laughs> <laughs> here in DeSoto County on the outskirts. <laughs> just straight rain. <laughs> just exactly. always raining. All this rain. Um, anyway, so it's, but it's going to, you know, we're about to get to the weekend. we got a big weekend coming up. got a, uh, some things to announce in our shout outs. And of course, only two weeks, Matt, from this weekend is Christmas, which is absolutely insane. Uh, so if you hadn't got your Christmas shopping, you hadn't thought about it, I'm speaking directly mostly to you guys. Tell us you've got two weeks. So you've got two weeks. <laughs> that's it. So uh, get on it. And, uh, you know, if you're in the market, though, for a house, looking to maybe buy or sell a house right now, uh, there is no better person to turn to than who, Matt? No better person than our 2022 presenting sponsor, long-time presenting sponsor, Mr. Brian Couch with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They are ranked as a top team in Mississippi by America's best real estate professionals. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were also recently voted DeSoto's best for the fifth time they are currently offering a free no obligation market analysis give them your address they can tell you all about your neighborhood your zip code how long houses are staying on the market how fast they're selling how fast they're getting under contract all that information that you want from a realtor in 2022 brian and terry and their team possess please call them at 662-449-1700 call brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653 that's 461 sold s-o-l-d you can also do a full home search anywhere in the Mid-South at Team Couch 
teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. Simply put in your filters, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, school zones, all that information, and let teamcouch.com do all the work to find your dream home in DeSoto County. Interview the rest, but work with the best. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group, 662-449-1700. And podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. Glad to be coming to you this soggy Thursday afternoon from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce uh, at the Old Burger Shop location. I'll just tell you what everybody says when they call is, are you uh, located at the Old Burger Shop? That's exactly how we describe <laughs> it now and I'll let people know where we are. Mobile Cars and Vans specializing in insurance claims or long-term rentals. If you need a car, a truck, or a van for a day, a week, or a month, give us a call. We pride ourselves in being a small local company eager to help our neighbors and friends in Hernando. Call us at 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. If you're traveling for Christmas, if you're traveling for spring break, making plans for summer, we are starting to get some phone calls for summer 2023. Get ahead of it. Pay a deposit with us. You will get a van. You will not get the keys to a uh, Suburban when you rented a 15-passenger van at the airport. 662-469-4555. Mobile cars and vans. Well, Derek, we'll kick off our Friday show with a simple reminder to all the people that listen to us. The Christmas parade from this past Monday postponed until next Monday, so please prepare for that. Uh, if you were going to be a part of that last Monday, everything stays the same. Line up at 530. Wonderful Christmas parade that Hernando does every year. Shout out to the Chamber. Shout out to the city for the great job that they do. That'll be coming up next Monday, so I want to give that reminder. But Derek, this past Tuesday, uh, the city business continued on. They do not take off for the holidays. Give us a review of the first all meeting from the month of December 2023 what you got all right well nothing really of note happened before the planning part of the meeting so we're just going to skip all the way down uh, to the planning portion and Matt it finally happened I know what you're talking about it finally finally happened, happened uh, the 51 and Robertson property the north West corner of Highway 51 and Robinson Road. Two red uh, brick houses on it. A yeah. big red sign has been there since, uh, I, you know what? It's been there since last Christmas. That, that's probably true. <laughs> it's, been, it's been there maybe since the turn, turnover this decade, Absolutely. 2020. Uh, but it's made up of the two houses you talked about. Total is 1.16 acres. And they were wanting to rezone it from R12 to C4. Now, there is a clause in the long-term comprehensive plan that states that if this area was to be non-residential, it would have to be for a site that was less than 5,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. The applicant worked under that guidance to be in compliance with the clause, and the C4 that they're requesting would also be part of a PUD, would be a PUD. There Do we are know what it's going to be? Possibly. 5,000 square foot convenience store. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> no, there are 13 Marijuana uses. dispensary. No, look, I'm glad you asked me that. Hold on. <laughs> Marijuana dispensary or, uh, no, we said it's a, it's too far. 5,000 square feet, that's too small for a strip club. No, 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 you can call it Little Pony. <laughs> that's what you can call it, Little Pony. So no, can, my, the, there are some restrictions. There were actually 13 uses listed by a C4 designation. The Planning Commission turned it down, so the vote would uh, of this meeting would have to be 5-2 or better to pass since it would need a supermajority vote. Now, since that turned down... He took kind of what the comments the planning commissioners had, and he asked for the appeal. Here are some of the things that the applicant would look to do. They would look to uh, limit the foot traffic until a certain time period uh, that we'll get to here in just a minute. They struck out two of the 13 uses. Now, two of the uses were a daycare or a nursery school. Mm -hmm. Both of those were taken out uh, because of comments made by the planning commission, so those would no longer be allowed on the site. And mainly it was um, office 
you know, stuff like that. And so, and we're going to get to kind of what they want to build here in just a second. The model of the buildings were going to look like the commercial buildings in South Haven across from Deer Chase on Getwell. Okay. So if you know where a, a the nice South Group part. is. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of a it's going to be an office. What they're looking to do is build an office that looks like a residence. Has the tear both those houses down? Yes, both wow, those houses okay. will be torn down. And, and uh, there, there was an objection to that. We'll get here in just a second. But um, tear both the houses down. Do one of those kind of maybe like stone, a little stone, a uh, you know triangle pitched roof on the front. Make it look kind of like a house. But it's look of those office buildings uh, on the east side of Getwell, across from Deer Chase, as you're going to South Silo Square. Let me jump in here real quick, Derek, to, to mention this. Um, Planning Commission, if you can hear our voice and you have to look, please try and save as many trees as you can. Oh, it's coming up. It's oh, coming up. Oh, it's, oh, it's coming, coming up. up. Oh, yes. my bad. My bad. Here we try go. and save some trees there. Yeah. Go ahead. So the, uh, again, so the uses planned are the office that have that residential look. They did a tree survey. Okay. To keep all the as many old trees as possible, so they they were talking about some old oaks, some pines. I think twenty inches in diameter or more. Okay. Every every one of those that are not going to be on the actual, you know. The pad site yeah, sure. where the building has to go yes. with the offsets, those will all be kept. Okay. So they're all tagged. You can go out there right now. You can see the trees that are marked to be saved. Do you think that's because – you think that's a reaction to possibly – 1,000%. you think it's a reaction to possibly a um, – commercial property that has recently been constructed in the city of fernando where they uh leveled 13 acres of trees murdered them just straight tree just murder got rid of every tree within on the property to build a one acre piece of a uh, building <laughs> uh, not that i'm i'm not pinpointing exactly there's a particular uh, place in this area that has done that recently it has been if, if for some uh, reason we don't have to say their name I there, mean, there's you know. no parking lot there's nothing there's no, uh, uh, the, probably could have kept all the entire tree line uh, probably could have yeah. helped us be we're no Help longer the neighborhood yeah. i'm gonna say yeah. if all the arbor association comes down here and drives <laughs> right, uh, we can't win that grant anymore past that particular location then yeah. i'm like fail you there. failed well, you there. failed right here look again that was a very compelling argument that, w- that was moving a compelling on. argument moving on. and um the uh but the, so they are trying to save the trees i'm sure it has a lot to do with that i'm and maybe these people were also upset about it they said look we sure. didn't like that either right. so we're telling you we're doing this yeah. uh they will well, I mean, put, they were clear cut about it they were very very clear <laughs> huh? but don't the buffer now so they're gonna have some buffers of course as we're talking about the, the pad has to be in a certain location based on setbacks the buffer on 51 they're actually increasing that setback it's only required to be 20 feet. They're taking it to 30 feet. Yeah. They will also put an eight-foot masonry fence to buffer the house on the west side. Nice. Sure. Uh, so the the smaller house right there, yep. they're going to put a buffer, an eight-foot buffer fence, which is going to be nice. A masonry nice, structure, yeah. very nice. So the two uses that were struck again were mentioned were daycare and the nursery school, and both corners. He, and this is something else they brought up. Both corners on the east side of 51 are C2. Yes, that's so right. there'll be a C2, a C2. They're asking for C4 here, and then the fourth corner right now basically is the parking lot yeah. of the uh, it's funeral a big home. triangle, yeah. yeah. It so it's the parking point, lot of the yes. funeral home, which uh, obviously is some type of C. It's commercial. It's a little bit of a mess, too, that co- the parking oh, it's, lot. It's, yeah, because yeah, it's parking lot. Yeah, it's, it's not like the a, house. It's a it's slice not the of house pizza. Right here. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's right there. Um, so now, they, of course, that's what the, that was the presentation. They asked for any, if anybody wanted to speak for or against it. The owner of the house to the north that yes. was once commercial. Yes. Actually, is he had it zoned now residential? Spoke against the motion. Now his house was once a large dairy farm that included the current house on the property and all the houses down Robertson Road. He does want to maintain his 1912 house and the 1930 barn, and does not want a new office building moved closer to it. He is worried about traffic. Uh, he argued that the fairway mortgage that was rezoned commercial, uh, it was rezoned commercial, but they were able to basically keep the same structure so it still looks like the original house that was there. 
And if this were to go commercial, he argued, hey, this is a, a 1960s house that was, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, kind of a unique looking house right here. Can we not do the same thing and try to keep the outside of the house and make the turn? They can do the inside commercial, but keep it like they did over there at Fairway Mortgage. Mm-hmm. That was his argument just to not, you know, we should be, you know, trying to keep as many 50 year old houses or more as possible in Hernando to keep that old town charm. Of course, the Pruitts, owners of the property, his son got up there and said that he appreciates the history that his family has been there since the 1800s, Uh and he will not allow a business to come and ruin the site and will make sure that anyone who buys the site does what they're supposed to do. Now, Alderman Wicker had a question. He he wanted to know, uh, wanted to have a discussion on the hours of the operation. So he said, look, this is not going to be 24 hours, so what are we proposing here so we can tell the residents at no point will there be business conducted here you know, under these times. The owner of the property proposed 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Wow. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. would be the only operating hours. You know, so basically have eight uh, hours of, there could be no cars right. on the property. Even if it's an office thing. building, that person has to be gone by 11. Has to be gone home, there. cannot show up more, you know, before 7 a.m. At least to conduct business. They can get there themselves, but at least to conduct business. So that does strike down the little pony idea. It does. Oh, yeah. One of the other ones was a, um, I think a gym was mentioned. Oh, gosh. As, as to strike a gym. So gyms are not going to be allowed there. So I got obviously oh, yeah. 7 sure. to 11. Uh, so now Alderman Doc Harris made a motion to approve the zoning with the changes and the hours of operations added in. It passed 5 to 2. Now remember, we had to have a supermajority. Which uh, is what? What's a supermajority? 5 to 2. Oh, wow. And yeah. so it barely passed with a supermajority required, 5 to 2, with Alderman Lynch and Alderman Miller voting no. Uh, but, of course, it had the supermajority to need it to override the Planning Commission. Now, I do want to say that the guy that spoke out uh, against it, the guy that has a property in the north, that will be our fact of the week next week about that dairy farm. Okay. So Rob had reached out to us, got us that information. So I'm looking forward to talking about that next week for our fact of the week. Once this is built, do you think he'll stay or move? <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> that was classic right there. That was good. That was really good. Keep going on. Uh, just, he'll do a cattle drive to the Exactly. North. Next there was the other, I guess, planning item that had been tabled since the last meeting, the 4.03 acres on Mount Pleasant. We talked about this. This is on Mount Pleasant Road. Basically, across from where Raleigh Street ends into uh, Mount Pleasant Road. See, and I thought it was more. I, I thought it was more. If I think the property is more as you're leaving where the the school buses come out. Yeah, straight ahead. That, but yes, yeah, straight yes. ahead. Well, that, Rale, Raleigh's another hundred Raleigh's yards. Raleigh's on the north. I mean, yeah. Raleigh's on the north side. So it's if right you're there. You're leaving the elementary the school, school the back side. Boom! Yes. You're looking right at what the property we're talking about. Four acres right there. It's wide open. Four yeah, acres sure. right there. Uh, what, what it's it's going to be a church. It's going to be a church. Going to be a church. Wow. The proposed use is for a church on this property which is allowed uh, on but, yes. R12 property. That is correct. So th- they don't have to ask for rezoning. You know what, They're not church? asking for rezoning. They're asking for the final plat. Uh, the Planning Commission did recommend it for approval. It would require a sidewalk and all other items that are required for residential loot use. And zero trees. Churches uh, require zero trees. Well, luckily, there's not a lot of trees there. <laughs> exactly. Well, they're going to make sure of that. <laughs> if there are any, it's exactly. coming down. If, the, if you build a church in Hernando, you you cut down every tree. That's yeah. that's the thing. Real quick, do we know what church? Do, 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 doesn't doesn't not, was not mentioned publicly. Okay. Uh, what, what church? What denomination? <laughs> are they Bible not, teaching? What are they? Uh, we, we're not, I'm not sure if they're handling snakes or not. Uh-oh. We'll have to find Hello. that out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the uh, but it, the real only, quick, sorry, the house that sits right there. Is that part it of will it? Remain. it? Will remain. Uh, the residents behind Parsonage. it will remain, but it will need a new driveway. Yeah. So there's going to be a new driveway to the north uh, that will be oh, put no, no, in. No, 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 no. I want to talk about. You're talking about uh, Mr. Joey Lee's house in the back. Yes, yes. That'll remain new driveway. Gotcha. I'm talking about the smaller house up front. 
Bible have Road. To look, yeah, yeah, not sure about that. I'm, I'm, if that's on the property line, that's gone. If you live there, gosh, Almighty, it'd be real tempting to, to just go to that church, right? When that, isn't that the church you have to go to? Hey, well, what's that I mean, is, be real, you better never be late. You better oh, never be late to no service. If you, <laughs> no excuses. I mean, everybody, if you are, everybody realized you just rolled out of right, bed. And they're going to volunteer you for everything. They're going to volunteer you to close the, the church and lock the doors. Hey, could you stuff. check that door every night for exactly. us, please? Every night. So, yeah. anyway, we digress. But so, it's going to uh, be a church right there on uh, Mount Pleasant. Right there, just right on, on that four acres of Mount Very Pleasant. Very interesting. Just, it's, it's, it is interesting. I thought maybe you would see some type yeah. of two or three larger lots type thing. You know, I make some money off that way. But a church wanted it. A church is going to get it. And, it's going to be accessible for a lot of people by Absolutely. walking because there's the, the bike lanes sure. that we're going to talk about here in just a second. Great location. They're the bike lanes and locations. So we'll see what happens and, and let you know. As soon as we know, we will let you know no what that church is going to be. Uh, speaking of bike lanes, that was the next uh, line item on the agenda. We mentioned this on our Tuesday show. $190,000 would be applied for to try to get a grant to uh, finish the bike lanes just up from this property, uh, over the hill right there on Mount Pleasant Road, and also south of this property, over the hill as you're about to enter the Kroger, I guess the side entrance, the back entrance that everybody uses, uh, all the way to Commerce Street. So it would be $190,000. The um, people that that fund the grant thought that this this would be, the MPO thought this would be a good thing to use that money for, uh, but they still have to make, so all Austin was asking for was to be able to apply for this grant uh, and of course, obviously, it was approved unanimously. It would cost the city forty thousand dollars for their twenty percent matching share, and it probably would not be done until the twenty twenty three twenty twenty four budget. So Austin will add that to his budget next year. So do we pay forty and the grants one ninety, or we pay forty of the one ninety? That's correct. Forty okay. of the one ninety. So let me go on record of this: for a hundred and eighty thousand dollars, Derek and I will paint. The uh, we, Derek and I will take this project over, and uh, we could we can make some money with get, some spray paint and just yeah. just draw that line. But yeah, you have to for 180 grand. I'll, I'll put stencil. bike lanes we have to get all the, around. We have to get town. the bike stencil that you you know you spray paint the little bike thing in there. Yeah, YouTube, yeah. we can watch a YouTube video on that. <laughs> get that yeah, done. That 100, I'm, I'm letting you know 180 thousand dollars. I'm putting our bid well, in. Oh, this well, is a formal bid. Shh, 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 180 thousand. You got to keep it quiet. We, we got to come in lowest. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, I, I will beat the 190. <laughs> Just disregard. Yes. Disregard that. Does this mean we have to do asphalt, or is this strictly painting? I'm going to say they're probably going to want some overlay done. Oh, yeah, man. I'm okay. afraid that's going to have to happen. All right. All right. Next, I can get certified. <laughs> next is setting the public hearing for the food truck ordinance. Now the request is to set it for December 20th. If you would have been paying attention to our podcast over yep. the last month, that's you have right. already known this, heard this. This 100%. is old news. Um, the mayor wants everyone to know. Now this is the one public hearing for food trucks and only two people so far have formally asked about it so the only two people have come and seen Austin and asked about it if you are interested in for it against it want to speak either way December 20th I know it's a bad week it's the week before Christmas but this is the one and only public hearing they're going to have for this and after this they could vote that night and have a food truck ordinance either really restrictive for it or really restrictive against it uh, after December 20th. So, again, if you want to know, please show up to the meeting uh, in two weeks on December the 20th at 6 p.m. Now, Matt, this is something you texted me about. Uh, I guess you were watching it or you found out about it. Uh, something that we did not talk about on Tuesday, the bleachers at the track were approved to be torn down and all materials moved away at no charge to the city. Now, we, it has a little press box up there. Of course, I watched my son play uh, Haifa football there, flag football there for a couple of years. And, those are, uh, are going to be the stands for high school football games for years. Yeah, I mean, for decades. They yeah, were there. sure. And so now those are going to be gone. It's going to just be completely torn out. They're going to do a little clearing you know, right there. I think it has a concrete pad that will remain under it. But they're going to remove those out. The city of South Haven is surplusing their stands at their – 
I guess you can call it their old soccer field up at State Line Road to the west of Horn Lake. They're going to give us those right now for free. We're going to take them to see if we can use them. You know, they're only they only go up five rows, so more than likely you won't be able to see over the chain link fence because of the height of those stands. So if that's the case, he may look to see if he can use a couple at the soccer fields, and then the city of Hernando may end up surplusing them themselves. But it's worth a shot to try. They're free. We're going to try to get those, see if it works. But again, the ones that right now are they're dangerous. They're the press box especially is starting yeah, to cave sure. in, so they just need to be removed for safety purposes, and and then see if there's a you know if those don't work out, if there's another uh, thing they can do in the future. But you know, look for those to be torn down here because it was approved to be torn down here over the next month or so. Yeah, and just don't forget, that Derek, that the um, you know, Penny for the Park thing was a total renovation for Kirkendall Park. It, it, it was, it, it was, been, it, it was going to be. It, which, nice. it didn't happen. Maybe throw some stands. Ten percent. Well, yeah, ten percent uh, was too much. Ten percent is too much. And, I'm uh, sure we could fundraise. Right, for it. we could so fundraise now, for it. We need to fundraise for it. Right. So now we're going to have no stands. So that's good. We're going to have a, a not a fully newly renovated Kirkendall Park. We're going to have uh, no stands, no nothing. Bring so. the lawn chairs for your Haifa games. Yeah. There you go. Lawn chairs for Hypa games. Bring exactly. your lawn chairs. Uh, for soccer practices, go ahead and bring your lawn chairs. Make sure you sit on the track. So sorry those are coming kids. down. But sorry, I mean, they, sorry they, kids. They, they had to do it, though, because it, they, it was starting to be a danger. Oh, yeah. no. It's, it's an eyesore. It was time to come. Yeah, it's time an eyesore. And, 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 again, safety is uh, paramount. So go ahead. And then the last thing on the agenda before they went to executive session was the maintenance bonds. For uh, want to talk about the maintenance bonds required for Montclair. Those were tabled. Uh, until the next meeting, so we will discuss that on the twentieth. Not an extremely long meeting, uh, just you know, forty-one, forty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah, less than an hour-long meeting. Got a lot of stuff done. Uh, looking forward to that northwest corner there at fifty-one in Robinson to see kind of what that is going to look like. I know the Pruitts will do a good job. They'll mm-hmm. build a nice you know project and, and and so forth. That'll be that'll be very interesting to tear take those houses there and tear them down. That's going to be you know pretty interesting. I would have liked to have seen possibly hey let's do commercial there, but you know it is. Well, what I mean it is. That's, that's what the guy was trying to argue because sure, that's what the uh, old that's Wadsworth what, house. Right. That's what happened. That's what Fairway Mortgage. Yeah, Fairway Mortgage. Um, but you know, anyway, they're going to tear it down. Gotcha. Well, you know, commerce is kind of king, and things just kind of things move on. So, thank you to the mayor and the board of aldermen, all the people that have to be there on the first and third Tuesday at City Hall to uh, conduct the business. And I really appreciate the YouTube channel that you can tune into anytime. Uh, simply. Click on City of Fernando, Mississippi on YouTube and watch the Planning Commission meetings and all the Alderman meetings. You know, City of Fernando is more transparent than they've ever been. So good job uh, by them. Well, Derek, uh, speaking of City of Fernando and how things are being affected, a lot of roads lead into the City of Fernando. And uh, the gentleman who runs MDOT happens to live in the Hernando area. And he spoke last week about different projects. Um, Hernando listeners might not be too excited about what he said. What you got? Well, now our Northern District Transportation Commissioner is John Caldwell. Of course, there's three commissioners for the state. He's one of the three. He's uh, for basically the third from 82 Highway North. Yes. Uh, made himself available Tuesday morning, which we uh, let you know last week, for citizens to come and talk with him about transportation issues in DeSoto County. No one took him up on the opportunity he was there by himself. at the Northwest oh DeSoto Center in South Haven, however. So basically it was him and a couple of reporters and that was it. Uh, the Tuesday meeting well, was... Isn't that... That's, that's pretty... Again, he made himself available. Made himself available. And, and then here we go. If we have some complaints, let's talk. Nobody showed up but a couple of reporters, and um, wow. Yeah, so Tuesday's meeting was the first of several <laughs> open forums that he's going to hold across the Northern District to gauge public concerns. No, cancel them. About cancel the transportation them. issues. Now, this was the first of eight such meetings Wait. planned over a three-day period. So as we're recording this right now, it's over. Okay. His, his meetings finished yesterday. He did it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, actually, no, sorry. It's actually ending today. He started Tuesday because we were the first one. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Again, I'm hoping that uh, in other parts of the the northern Tupelo sure. area, the uh, you know around the Greenwood, Greenville area, and the north, I hope that Oxford, I hope that y'all have better turnout than we wow. did here. There was a lot of, he did say some interesting things. Uh, he 
mentioned that the money continues to be in short supply compared to the need, although the state legislature did bump up the budget in the last session from $1.2 billion to about $1.426 billion, uh, Caldwell said. Now, most of the money comes from fuel tax, but the problem is the fuel tax money is shrinking because of more moves to electric vehicles and better gas mileage for gas-powered vehicles. So, this used to be, okay, this is a fair tax because everybody has to sure. pay it. Everybody shares in the repaving, the building, the expanding of roads. Well, now, if you have an electric car, you're no longer doing that. If your car gets 40 miles to the gallon, you're paying you know, half as much as other people that only get 20 miles to the gallon. Correct. So the state will have he, – he mentioned that the state will have to find a way to tax electric vehicles and cars that are using the same roads but are not paying as much gas tax. And so when they do buy gas – uh, there or the people that do buy gas, like you, me, we're paying a higher percentage Correct. of the tax, and also the fund is being depleted because we're not buying as much of it. Uh, now, about three thousand people have signed the Driving DeSoto petition to show state and federal officials the dire need for expanded roadways in DeSoto County. He feels this number should be much, much higher. There are two hundred thousand of us in the DeSoto Correct. County. Three thousand have signed it. So again. Go to that website, thedrivingdesoto.org. Go to drivingdesoto.org. Click on it. It's very short. You've done it. I've yes. done it. Uh, we're one of the 3,000. Go in there. We need to have this 25, 30, 50,000 people need to sign this petition saying, hey, we have got to increase the, the major roads, 305, 51, and, of course, I-55, and widen, get those widened, get them improved, and, and because we are a major tax revenue source for the state of Mississippi. 100%. So, so please go on there and do that. He did note that the I-55 widening is moving forward, but currently the only thing on paper, the only thing I guess basically quote-unquote guaranteed uh, is the deals right now are from Goodman Road to Church Road. They're actively buying right-of-ways. They're actively surveying that area, but it stops at Church Road. There's nothing. We've talked about it. We know what we want. Uh, the mayor at the state of the city talked about, hey, they're trying to section out the Commerce Street project as separate from the I-55 widening, so they can, uh, so we can actually go after that as a separate project. So maybe it could be moved up since it's smaller and not as much because we, we mentioned it was what 400 something million for 55 from Goodman down to Hernando. Well, if we can say, okay, well, let's do uh, this 50 million dollar project over here. So now this is smaller; it may can be moved up, and then uh, when we finally do get to the widening, it now you know lowers it below 400 million total. So. We'll see if that kind of moving of the shells sure. works or not. But he does believe that the final engineering for Goodman to Church should be finished in 2023. Uh, and so the right of way, all that kind of stuff should be done. So maybe possibly bids being put out and construction started sometime in 2024. Now, the Transportation Commissioner also pointed out that the legislature provided $45 million and $35 million respectively for construction and maintenance. So again, that's not a lot of money. So the $1.4 billion is for the new projects, big projects. We're only getting $45 million for construction uh, and then $35 million for maintenance of current roads. So not a lot of money. You, I mean, you yep. Think of all the roads sure. in Mississippi. You know, that, that's, that's not a lot to go around. So anyway, great update. Uh, again, as you said, not very uh, good for Hernando because we're so far down the list that we really, that other option of maybe trying to do make that a separate project by itself probably may be the best thing contact your uh, representative contract your state senators and also go to drivingdesoto.org and sign that petition
a lot of meat there, uh, Derek, when it comes through our roads. And, you know, like I mentioned a second ago, uh, I wish as a Hernando resident, uh, it sounded a little bit different, but it, it doesn't. So maybe they'll carve out the Commerce Street exit. That, I mean, my business is right here located, and uh, it, it gets really backed up between – three to five or three thirty to five thirty every day. And then when school gets out, it gets really backed up. So a lot of different things uh, going on Derek, with the roads all across DeSoto County, all across the North part of Mississippi. And thank you to Mr. Caldwell for making himself available. We uh, talk all the time about government positions and, and being available to the people you serve and, you know, shout out to him for uh, doing that. And, um, you know, Derek, a lot of those people that are driving all these roads, you mentioned 200,000 people inside DeSoto County driving these roads each and every day. Um, that's a lot of insurance, Derek. And if you're in the market, for car insurance, home insurance, property insurance, casualty, anything like that, anything insurance related, please consider reaching out to our longtime sponsor, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Working with some of the largest insurance companies in the world, Liberty Mutual, Kemper, Builders Mutual, Nationwide, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Delta Dental, Principal, as I mentioned, some of the largest insurance companies in the world trust Holland Insurance to be their representative in DeSoto County. They're located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone in DeSoto County. Call them today at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Call Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their team. Tell them your needs. Tell them your budget. Let them prove to you why they're one of the fastest growing insurance companies in the Mid-South. Call Holland Insurance today, 662-895-5528. Holland Insurance. Derek, as I passed by your house uh, earlier this morning, I noticed that uh, the tree in front of your house <laughs> just it, it, it literally said, uh, "You know what? I'm done. No more leaves. No more leaves on my on, on me. I'm I'm done. I mean, it, it, it went, went from 100 percent oh, to zero percent. It went from a little something to uh, wow. That's uh, that's that's intense. And of course, all the leaves gone off the tree in your yard, and uh, hopefully something that you're going to do sometime in the next couple of weeks, reach out to our longtime sponsor, the best person to contact when it comes to leaves in your yard, your gutters, your driveways, your commercial property, your parking lots. If you need help with leaves, reach out to our longtime sponsor, William Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. As I mentioned, leaf removal, tree trimming, winter cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, any project on the outside of your home or office, no project too small, no project too large, call Richard today. 662-292-8855. Find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services or look up his website, WilliamsLawnMaintenance.com. As I mentioned, veteran-owned, great guy. He's the kind of guy that can come out, tell you all about your project, help you with anything. As I said, if he can't do it, he'll help you find someone who can. 662-292-8855 for Williams Services. Middle of our Friday show brings us each and every week to our DeSoto County shout-outs, which, again, let's just switch them, Derek. Hernando shout-outs, because we uh, keep it definitely uh, right here under the water tower. Parade postponed Monday. I think the weather looks very nice. going to be cold, but nice weather for the parade coming up. And then, Derek, right down the street from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios at the National Guard Armory this Saturday and Sunday, a big event for the DeSoto Arts Council 
You are a board member for them. You know all about this project. What you got? Matt, this weekend is the Red Door Market. Okay. The Red Door Market is a uh, basically it's just a it's a market. It's kind of like a you know, arts and crafts market that you can come to starting a Saturday at 10 a.m. I think it's 10 to 5 on Saturday, 11 to 5 on Sunday. They're going to have refreshments. They're going to have, uh, I believe, um, you know, just for kind of concessions there. And then, of course, the main thing is they're going to have 30 to 40 vendors out there selling wares for Christmas. Now, a portion of the proceeds, so they do have to pay like a commission of what they sell, does have to go to the DeSoto Arts Council. So it is a fundraiser for the Arts Council. But, of course, it also helps a, lo- a lot of local, um, you know, merchants and that sort of thing who come to look to sell unique items, unique gift items. So if you're looking for that unique item, maybe for your family, maybe for your friends, maybe for your loved ones, whatever, you know, whoever they may be, uh, come to the Red Door Market this weekend. Again, Saturday, 10 to 5, Sunday, 11 to 5, and be able to just uh, see what everything they you know, have. I mean, I plan, I will be there uh, on Sunday. I do have to work a little bit. Dunking booth. Huh? In the dunking oh, booth. I wish there was. Man, I love an old dunking booth. <laughs> dunk, you would be the only person in Hernando to get in the dunking booth with your shirt off. <laughs> that is not That's a true. Fact. That is it, a it fact. Is, it's probably going to be in the 50s You this know weekend. what? We should, well, hang on a second. We should have raised money, the UTW podcast, dunk Matt and Derek. That might be an option okay. next year. Next summer? I like that. No, no, uh, summer? What are you talking about summer? No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the summer. I mean, what? No, I mean... No, I'm, not, I'm talking about at an event, not like at somewhere we have a dunking booth. Yes, but what I'm saying is, is, is like we just don't do it. At, oh no, not on by a ourselves. Yes, no, 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 yes. no. We could be part of uh, the A Fair. That no, no, no. Hold up now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, they, part of the Wild you, wait, you just described the Red Door Market, which I'm just simply get. I hope they get a thousand people at the Red Door Market. That's great. Uh, you just named the busiest yeah, day. Just ten thousand people trying no to dunk chance. you. No chance. I'm not doing that. Uh, you know what? Our luck. Here's our luck. Austin Riley shows up and wants to dunk us. God dang it. Drilling us. Yeah, it's a freaking major leaguer. No problem. We'd be wet the whole time. Anyway, what um, um, But it's just, it's got a great event. So, uh, Please show out there at the Armory, just up the road here from the uh, Mobile Cars and Van Studios, uh, just up McCracken. Please come and you know, do what you can. You walk around, and again, g- different ideas, different vendors. I mean, they're going to have uh, baskets. They're going to have woodwork. They're going to have jewelry. Uh, they're going to have ornaments, all kind of wonderful things for Christmas. And uh, you can also eat and get drink there. So, again, please come out. The Red Door Market, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 5 on Saturday, 11 to 5 on Sunday. Good luck this weekend to Soto Arts Council. Um, Derek, pay no attention to the back right of the parking lot. Um, there are a couple of vehicles. Um, for those that don't know, that's where we park some of our vehicles for the uh, mobile cars and vans. Really appreciate the Armory uh, doing that with us. But uh, there are a couple of vehicles or some vehicles in the back right corner of the parking lot that are they're in a transition period, uh, I would say. And so um, pay no attention to them. Really want to focus on what's going on inside the Armory, not the, uh, the back right corner of the parking lot. So uh, please don't pay attention to that. Good luck this weekend to Soto Arts Council. Great event right here in Hernandez another of the many great events we have each and every weekend. Derek, next weekend, Saturday, December 17th, we mentioned had to postpone the um, parade for Monday, which means uh, the big man, Santa Claus, will be back this coming Monday. He had to make a special trip back to Hernando for the parade. But next Saturday, December 17th, the 12th annual Crew of Hernando Santa Claus Caravan will be rolling all throughout Hernando, and we just couldn't be more excited. A wonderful event. Really looking forward to that. Uh, We have helped over 100 families have Christmases that they probably won't won't ever have again um i mean it's it's unbelievable the 
giving and the giving nature that is in the city of Hernando and what people do in the different neighborhoods. We really, really appreciate all the help over the last 12 years to make this happen. And uh, the, the, the gentleman that puts it all together is sitting right across from me right now. And Derek, go ahead and tell us all about the 12th Annual Santa Claus Caravan again and how special it is and has been to the city. Oh, it's, it's, it's something we love doing. Uh, there's no nothing more rewarding than to try to help people at Christmas time. And that's what these neighborhoods have been helping us to do. Uh, there have been six neighborhoods plus two women organizations who have helped us adopt these families this year. And so we are really looking forward to putting uh, to having nine families. We will be helping nine families this year. Again, you'll uh, the, the neighborhoods hopefully have been made aware. Uh, they're going to get another round of flowers this weekend as a final reminder to try to get those uh, donations and gifts in. Of course, the crew of Hernando will supplement uh, any gifts that are not, uh, you know, gotten if there are families that are still missing a couple things or that sort of thing we will supplement but uh, this is a, a way for these neighborhoods to give and then we uh, thank the neighborhoods by driving through there next saturday to saturday december 17th we will start at 9 a.m going down uh, mackinvale uh, entering heritage oaks and then work our way around through those six subdivisions and downtown hernando to tell everybody thank you so much for the donations thank you so much for all you do and also just to wish everybody a merry christmas so if you can hear this we're going to probably announced this both on our Tuesday and our Friday show next week also get outside if you're in those neighborhoods get outside when you hear the sirens you'll hear the sirens you'll hear the speakers uh, you'll hear the music please get outside and and uh, stand in your driveway in your pajamas and your workwear whatever you happen to be in the DJ is really good DJ is awesome and just uh, catch the candy. We're going we're gonna to wish you Merry Christmas. You're going to haunt the horns. The kids are going to love it. So bring them outside. Let them catch uh, early candy. And again, the last time the big man will be in Hernando right. before he goes back to the North Pole to get his sleigh ready to, uh, to come back on the 24th. So again, please, please, please come out. But we just want to say that 9 to 12. It'll start at 9 o'clock on McAvell at Longview Point, And we'll end at 12 at the Williamsbrook subdivision. So look for the route. We'll post the route starting next Tuesday. Uh, the route will be posted Tuesday of next week uh, you'll, uh, on our Crew of Fernando Facebook page and on our Instagram account. Be looking for that. And if you're, if our Instagram account is new. So if you don't know about that, please go to Crew of Fernando or type it in, search for it. And uh, our Instagram has now been up for about two or three weeks. A lot of good pictures on there. A lot of uh, wonderful looking. Teasing pictures, Derek. Uh, we'll tease it there. We'll talk more about that in just one second. Yeah, we are. But um, so there are some pictures up there. But the main thing: look for the route starting next Tuesday uh, and next Friday. Look for those pictures on the uh, on the Instagram page, and we will keep promoting it. But again, next Saturday, December seventeenth, come help us celebrate Christmas, and we want to say thank you for all that you have done to help these Hernando families. Derek, thank you for uh, heading that up and working so hard on that. We really appreciate that. It's a wonderful thing and an opportunity to serve. You know. Families that we may never know, and that's on purpose. The uh, st- the the schools help us uh, contact, help us learn these families, and uh, we don't necessarily, you know, we don't ask a lot of questions. We just do what we're supposed to do, which is give. And uh, you know, obviously, that's c- coming from the ultimate gift that we were given uh, with the birth of Jesus Christ to celebrate Christmas, the true reason for the season. Derek, I'm going to make an executive decision. It's it we're, we're, it's water tower shoutouts. Okay, it's water tower shoutouts now. Okay. Because like no, DC doesn't matter. We don't. We haven't done a shout out past Hernando City Limits in quite a while. So Water Tower shout outs. Uh, we'll just make that change right now, live on air. Thank you to all the nonprofits that work with us. Send us emails under the Water Tower Info at gmail.com. Again, under the Water Tower Info at gmail.com. We'll do our best to help. Uh, you know, grow your event. Talk more about it. Talk about it on our air for the uh, the shows. And uh, don't don't forget, Derek and I will do our shows, our regular shows, t- twice a week throughout the rest of this year. And we will get to uh, the. Third 
Thursday and Friday, uh, right before Christmas, will be our last show for 2022. And then we're going to take a little uh, time off, family time off for Christmas and New Year's, and we'll be back in 23 on a Friday show, January 6th. We'll kick off the 2023 UTW podcast. So again, thank you for the Water Tower shout-outs uh, right here and all the wonderful nonprofits that we work with in the city of Fernando. And Derek, speaking of uh, our route, our route for the Santa Claus Caravan comes up through different neighborhoods through Notting Hill. We take a left and right there on the right-hand side, one of our wonderful longtime sponsors helps to bring a lot of smiles throughout Hernando. Tell us about them. Yes, DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Derek, we joked earlier, uh, can't really play a lot of soccer in the uh, in the rain, uh, in the, especially the wet fields. I mean, they do play soccer in the rain, but you can't play with a bunch of puddles all over the, the fields. So, Derek, uh, as uh, you know, we only cover the Hernando Tigers uh, boys and girls soccer teams, and so uh, no games have happened since our last show because of rainouts. Possibly playing tomorrow, we'll see, and we'll update that on, that on Tuesday. But I know the gyms stay dry on the inside, no matter what the weather is outside. Tell us all about basketball since our last show for the schools we cover. All right, so North Point girls basketball, North Point traveled on the road for their first district game of the season against an ECS team that was picked to finish above them in district. That seeding seemed to be correct when the Lady Trojans were down 11-7 at the end of the first period. The Lady Trojans came back and took the lead at halftime 19-16. They extended that lead to 32-27 at the end of the third period, but watched ECS come back to tie the game 41-41 and send it to overtime. In overtime, the defense has stepped up and only allowed six points total. Luckily, North Point scored four of those six points to win the game 45-43 and start District 1-0 and push their record to 7-0 overall. Nyla Herrera led the Lady Trojans with 26 points. The Trojans do have a JV game this weekend, but the next varsity game will be next Saturday, the 17th, after exams in a tournament. North Point boys. The boys also started their district at ECS and were hoping for the same start as the girls. Things looked good at the start with the Tigers winning 10-9 to start the first period. The Eagles flipped the score by halftime, taking a 28-26 lead into the locker room. ECS caught fire in the third quarter, jumping out to a commanding 61-40 lead and then cruised in the fourth quarter to a 75-59 win. Christian Gilliland had 29 points, Grayson Alford had 13 points, and Aiden Kelly had 11 points. The Trojans fall to 1-5, 0-1 in district, and will also have their next game after exams are over. Now moving to Lewisburg, the Patriots and Lady Patriots traveled to Oxford to face off against a tough girls team and an undefeated boys team. It was a tough start for the Lady Patriots as Oxford took a 14-6 lead at the end of the first quarter. But the Lady Patriots fall back, and Rainy Lamb drained a three at the buzzer to cut it to 20-18 to at halftime. The Lady Patriots outscored the Lady Chargers 18-12 to in the third quarter to take a 36-32 lead going into the final frame. 
and Lewisburg was able to close out the game strong to take a 51-41 win over the Lady Chargers and earn their second comeback win in a row. Allie Carroll led all scorers with 24 points, and Randy Lamb had 12 points. The Lady Patriots are now 8-4, and four, and their next match is a non-conference game Friday night against Lake Cormorant. The boys sitting at 10-1 and one played an undefeated Oxford team, and the Patriots came out hot to take a 16-10 lead at the end of the first. The Patriots doubled their lead going into halftime 36-24 and extended it even further to 55-33 into the fourth. The Patriots won going away 67-41 in an impressive victory over that undefeated team, and their record is now 11-1. Amarion Davis and Noah Jurgensen had 13 points each to lead the Patriots. Their next game is also Friday night, again, against Lake Cormorant. Now, neither Hernando team has played since our last show uh, on the courts, and their next game will be tomorrow night, hopefully the same as the soccer teams, but of course right now it looks pretty uh, pretty soggy outside. But we do want to say good luck to the Tigers and all the teams that we cover. Absolutely, Derek. We want to give a shout-out to all the players, all those uh, young people that are fighting hard for their teams uh, each and every week in DeSoto County, especially our Hernando Tigers right here under the water tower. Look, if you enjoy our show, wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, somewhere on that uh, app, there you're going to see a share button. Share it with friends, family. You can send it through a message. You can send it through email. number of different ways to share our show. You can also share it on Facebook, share it on Hernando Happenings and all that stuff. We certainly appreciate helping us there. You can also find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod, show very similar to ours, drops a show early Monday mornings, one show a week covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They also deep dive into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod, look them up today. We'll end our Friday show the same way we always do, especially during this Advent and Christmas season. No better time than now to visit a local church this coming Sunday. Please consider taking your family, visit a local church. As I mentioned earlier, I said the reason for the season, it is not a cliche. It's for sure something Derek and I feel strongly about. No better time than the holidays to start getting back into church uh, if you can. Many local churches in Hernando dozens if not hundreds of churches throughout DeSoto County that are just ready to serve and, and, and be a part of your life. You can find those churches on Facebook. You can find their websites. They're going to have all the different worship times available for you each and every Sunday. So we want to always encourage at the end of our Friday show to let this Sunday be the time you uh, visit a, a local church. And hey Matt, another thing that's important is, you know, over the past few weeks, especially the Fridays, we've had shout-outs that were five, six, seven events long. And now, as you heard, we're down to two uh, events coming up. Of course, there's a canceled Christmas parade, too. But we only have two events because at this time of year, a lot of the activities are happening at the individual churches. Yes. I mean, if you pulled up our bulletin, I mean, we have two things listed again on, on the Water Tower shout-outs. But we have on our bulletin at our church, I mean— I could rattle off probably six or seven things just thinking off the top of my head right now. So, again, these churches have all the events going on during the week, uh, trying to support families, supporting uh, nonprofits by collecting items, by having their uh, singing programs, their cantatas. All those wonderful things are happening. So, as Matt said, please look and reach out to those churches on Facebook, Instagram, wherever they may get out their communications and see what they have available because there's so much going on. Well said, Derek. Just so much stuff going on right now. It's Christmas. The reason that we're all here, I mean, is the birth of Jesus. That's what it's all about, guys. And uh, it's that time of year to get back into the swing of things, get back into you know worshiping Him. I, 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 I mean, there's no words. I can't describe it. Uh, I had an opportunity last night to be with our youth group. We have a huge youth group thing happening. If you can hear my voice next Wednesday night, 
Hernando United Methodist Church, you starts at 6 o'clock. No better time than your child's 7th through 12th grade coming next week. Something special happens uh, on our last one each and every year right before Christmas. Something that uh, we hope the kids leave with, and uh, it's a part of them for years and years to come. So we'd love to be a part of your child's lives at Hernando Methodist Youth Group on Wednesday nights, 6 to 8. Well, Derek, sorry for the plug. Thought I'd uh, be okay if I did that. Uh, your your son's home, my daughter's home. Welcome home to all those people coming back from college, all the different families being reunited for the Christmas holidays. And we'll talk so much more about that coming up in the next couple of weeks before our final show, the Thursday before Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. This is where we dropped off a pretty little girl.